back to another episode of the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a topic that's been highly requested and it's actually one of the most searched things on Google, um, especially nowadays I think over lockdown among uni students and whoever. So um, yeah, today we're going to be talking all about discipline, uh, how to develop it, um, what it is actually and then we're going to be talking about maybe 10 to 11 tips about how we can actually go about that. So what is discipline as a definition? Now there's loads of dictionaries out there that define it and you can go and look at them if you want to but I'm sure you didn't come here just for that dictionary definition. You came here for some real practical advice. So to me, discipline is about following a lifestyle that you want to lead it's that plain and simple obviously life doesn't always go the way we want it to and unpredictable things do happen but you don't want to live your life wishing you were something or somebody else you have to decide what you want to do and what's important to you do you want to procrastinate less do you want to lose weight do you want to gain weight you'll never follow something if someone just told you to do it like if someone just said this is healthy this is the best thing to do and of course like i said before we can't control everything you can't cry all the time if you're trying to lose weight and you end up eating one takeout that's no good because these things do happen and it's not the end of the world but likewise you shouldn't be constantly disappointed in yourself if you're falling short of your goals whatever they may be because that means that either your goals or yourself are not sustainable and something might need to change so so how do you actually stick to these long-term goals? How do you develop that discipline we were talking about at the beginning? So here are some steps that we can go through. So the first thing that we can do is we can take everything one step at a time, okay? So don't be overwhelmed by the big picture. If you're setting yourself for up for a long-term goal, whether it's an exam, whether it's an athletic competition, whether it's saving up some money for whatever, you have to go day by day. It's important to think long-term for sure. But if you're trying to build a new habit, whatever it may be, if you think, oh gosh, I have to do this every single day for 10, 20 years or the rest of my life, of course you're gonna be overwhelmed. So just start simply day by day. What do I need to do today? What do I need to do tomorrow? What do I need to do for the rest of this week? And slowly start moving section by section, day by day, week by week, month by month. Take it in your stride as you get used to things. Don't suddenly try and make all these long-term plans so quickly and then get overwhelmed because you can't do anything. It's important to have that long-term vision. I'll give you that, but you have to take it one step at a time at the beginning for sure. It's a marathon, not a sprint, okay? So just take it slowly, build yourself into these new habits and take things day by day. Focus on what you need to do now. Don't focus on what you need to do in seven years time. It's not gonna help you. It's just gonna slow you down. The next thing we can do is get used to being uncomfortable now you have to be uncomfortable as a part of growth unfortunately if we were comfortable all the time as nice as that would be nothing would change in the world including ourselves and we would get nowhere nearer to where we want to be think about it like this if you only do what you do now or you only aim to achieve goals with your current skill set you're just not really going to grow very much and you might very well have a great skill set at the moment and that's really good for you but if you want to continually grow you always have to be looking at expanding your skill set and to be honest with you if you want to achieve a goal and you don't have the skills for it that actually makes the first steps really easy because now you have to go and learn those skills whether that's learning a new language or studying a new qualification that's always actually a really good easy first step if you don't actually have what you need to achieve the goal that you want to that actually makes the first steps really easy for you because sometimes people find starting things really hard well if you aren't really where you want to be and you don't have what you need that's actually a great starting place so actually it's really important to get used to being uncomfortable and learning new skills so that's our second tip 
Our third tip is to be okay with less progress. So what do I mean by that? Obviously, we want to try and be as efficient as we possibly can. But the thing is, sometimes we see someone else make some progress in something or actually we realize, oh, there's a faster way of making progress. But the thing is, we have to ask ourselves about sustainability because so many people won't do something because it will yield slightly less progress. But in the long term, it would put them so far ahead if they just did that thing every day. Think about it like this. If you're trying to revise for an exam of course you could probably cover a lot of ground in like three four hour sessions in one go and that's great but if you've never revised before that three four hour session is going to wear you out and you're going to feel like oh wow like i did so much work today i just need a break whereas if you broke that down into maybe 20 30 minute sessions and over a couple of days you probably could actually cover more over the week than you did in that one session now you might initially have thought that one session oh if i do a couple more of those i'll be so far ahead but actually they're so tiring you can't actually keep them up so in the long term it may be effective to do less slightly less but more often than actually you know these big big things that you can't really keep up so it's okay to be okay with less progress and that's something you just have to accept as you're making journeys towards these bigger bigger goals that you have it's okay to settle for times when you make slightly less progress and slightly even stagnate that's absolutely fine as long as you keep trying to be consistent with it and trying to maintain things in the long term it really will pay dividends so that's one thing you have to be okay with is sometimes making a bit less progress in terms of that long-term gain. The next tip is actually trying to realize that we are a product of our environment. So it's really easy sometimes when you're in certain environments, you'll notice that it's just instinctive for you to do things. Let's say you're revising, you're working on something really late, or maybe you're working in your job and there's really long hours and you're just trying to, you know, you're really hungry. You're just going to reach for whatever's nearby you, whether that's junk food, whether that's healthy food and other things, other examples of this are, let's say you're trying to write a book or you're trying to maybe start journaling. If you want to journal every day, make sure that your journal or something that you want to do is accessible so leave it on your desk in a nice open place it's ready to be written in every day if you leave it buried at the bottom of a bag or you leave it in a drawer like at the bottom of your shelf buried under all your stuff you're probably never going to write in it consistently okay and it's the same for anything if you want to take up a sport if you want to start skipping in the morning leave your skipping rope by the door somewhere very accessible things you want to do make sure they're extremely accessible and easily available in your environment that you whether that's your work environment your home environment your study environment make sure the things you want to do the habits you want to build they're easily accessible so other examples are make sure that you know anything you want if you are revising perhaps on your laptop make sure that your you know the websites that you frequent mostly or your flashcard websites whatever that or these question testing sites they should all be on your favorite spot all on your home page you know it doesn't have to be limited just to just the physical world it can be digital too so make sure the habits that you want to build or the things you want to do they're very easily accessible to you you don't want any barriers to them or as little barriers as possible and likewise with negative things you know whether that could be junk food whether that could be things you're trying to quit whatever just make sure they're not near you because when you're studying when you're tired you're just going to reach for the nearest thing to you so the easiest solution is just don't have it there and obviously if you live in a house and you know you can't control everything around you because of other people that's fine too but maybe just make sure that you know there will be some parameters you can control whether that's your desk your room so make sure that everything you can control keep away the things that you want to keep away from and like i said before you have things that you want to do that you need to do and you have them readily available so you can start them as soon as possible and you can kind of put off that delay um, that procrastination as much as possible okay 
So the fifth tip is actually to set a timeline. And this is really important because it means that you have realistic aspiration, okay? Now it's absolutely fine if you don't meet this target or this deadline for any goal or any kind of thing that you're following. It's absolutely fine if you don't make it. But the thing is, it's really important to have that because it brings like a sense of tangibility to it. It no longer becomes this pipe dream. One day I'll be a better person or one day I'll be fitter. One day I'll be a better student. No, you've got a, you've got a time frame in mind. You say, I don't know, by you know, three months time, I would have covered this much revision material or in six months, I would have lost this much weight. Even if you haven't made that deadline, it's important that you set it because like I said, it makes it more realistic to you in your mind. And also it actually shows you once you reach that point, even if you haven't achieved that amount of work or, you know, if you haven't got as far as you wanted to, that's actually a really good opportunity for you to reflect and you can see, okay, maybe I was too ambitious with this timeline, but at least you have some realistic understanding of how long it takes you to do things and how long maybe that long-term end goal that you're aiming for actually is. If you don't set a timeline, then you won't actually have a real realistic accounting of your progress so far and actually how long further you have to go. So it's always a good idea to set a deadline. It can seem daunting at first, if especially if you've never done anything before. You know, if you want to write a book, you don't know how long it's going to take you, that's fine. But always set a deadline, it, even if you don't make it. It's just a really good opportunity to reflect and it just helps bring things into a better perspective so you can actually see realistically how far along you are and how much further you have to go. So that's number five, is set a time line. Number six, it might not always apply all the time, but it's actually finding an accountability partner. And it actually, it depends on your driver. You know, if you're really individually motivated to do something, it's really personal to you. You probably don't need this, but really, you know, people can, you know, struggle with anything and maybe perhaps things that, you know, it could be a family or friend, someone that you trust just to keep you on track. You know, hey, you could just tell a friend, you know, make sure, can you just check that I'm studying or, you know, do you want to revise together? That kind of thing. And even if you guys can't revise together, because of COVID or anything, you can actually revise together on Zoom. There's all sorts of ways that people can keep you on track. And perhaps if you're trying to give up a bad habit, um, maybe it's smoking or alcohol or something that you're not comfortable talking to your family about, you know, there are all sorts of services out there, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, give up smoking to name a few. And if you're really struggling, maybe just call Samaritans regularly as your, maybe your accountability, maybe say you'll call them once a week, e even if it's a different person that answers every time, at least, you know, you have that sort of accountability if you need it that you know every week you're going to have that progress report see how you're doing to keep on track that kind of thing and again it's okay if you don't meet these things again like I said before having a deadline or having someone to keep you on track it just means that you're actually more likely to be invested in what you're doing and you're more likely to stick to what you're saying or what you're saying you're going to do okay so again it's okay if you don't make it but you know it's really important to just try and have those things to make it seem more realistic to you so it's easier to stick to Number seven is to figure out whether you're driven more by risk or reward. So finding this out allows you to stay focused based on what drives you more. Are you more concerned with achieving that goal and whatever that might be, whether that's a financial or, you know, academic goal and all the, you know, achievements that entails once you've got there? Or are you more driven by failure, you know, the risk of failure? You don't want to be someone who has to repeat the year. You don't want to be someone who's constantly struggling financially. And actually either one is fine, but figuring out which one actually drives you more is important because then it helps you stay focused and mentally imagine what you need to go after or what you need to stay away from. And that can help you stay focused when things get difficult. 
Okay, so number eight is be smart with your resources. This is quite a broad one because anything could be re a resource, whether that's time, money, or other people. But basically, things that you really don't have to do or things you really don't need, just stick away from them. Obviously, it's absolutely fine to, you know, your life shouldn't just be 100% productivity all the time. It's absolutely fine to chill. It's absolutely fine to, you know, have time off. That's completely fine. That's actually really healthy and that's gonna keep you focused in the long term too. But, you know, just being smart with your resources, you know, if you've got group projects, just make sure you're not the only one doing everything make sure you do delegate your tasks if you're building a business make sure that you delegate your expertise appropriately not just based on you know people you like or trying to keep favors obviously that's important as well but you know you don't want to be in a position where you know you're taking on everything and other people could actually be really helping you out here so that's something you should be aware of and again with your time just make sure that you apportion it well you'd be surprised how many things you can fit inside a day if you haven't tried this before just it may be the night before or even like the sunday before the week starts get a whiteboard get a piece of paper write down everything you want to achieve in the week and then just split it down by the days and you'll actually be su surprised how many things you can fit in and again even if you don't make everything that you said you would do on your list you probably got a lot further than you would have done if you hadn't made that list so again these are really important things to reflect on as you grow towards your goals and your journey so again just be smart with your resources Number nine is build habits. So again, this is kind of linked earlier when I talked about, you know, being able to develop your skill set. But the best way to get progress with anything towards any goal or to stay focused on any path is to get consistent with it. And the best way to be consistent is to have habits. So people say habits all the time, but I think we need to differentiate to ourselves what is the difference between a habit and an activity. So a habit is something that you do regularly, and it can be something as simple as brushing your teeth, or it could be something that other people struggle with, like going to the gym, okay? So these things are things that you do regularly as opposed to activities. So habits tend to be planned and regular as activities. They could just be anytime, anywhere, you know, someone says, do you want to hang out? And you go and hang out, and that's absolutely fine. But the thing is, if the thing you want to achieve become activities so say you're trying to lose weight and you know you don't actually exercise very regularly you don't really watch what you're eating or say you want to achieve like a really high exam result or you just want to do better in your studies and you know you just study whenever you feel like it again that's more of an activity rather than a habit of revising you know every day or every weekend that kind of thing so you don't want your behavior that's associated with the goal you want to achieve to become a one-off activity and also activities they tend to be very related on your mood you know do you feel like going out do you feel like studying do you feel motivated enough to go to the gym with a habit it tends to be something that is done regularly and you don't really have that kind of mental process of there's, there's not that feelings associated with it so it's easier to get it done and that's one of the best ways to be consistent is to just get things done so yeah the best thing to do is try and develop it's fine if things start as an activity and develop into a habit that's cool too but the best way is to build your habits as stepping stones to your success okay number 10 is don't beat yourself up so on any journey, on any goal, on any path that you're trying to stick to, you're going to fail at some point and that's okay. Being said over and over again, you can search so many YouTube videos, so many, you know, other resources out there, examples of famous people who have failed and actually how we, you know, when we're younger, we tend to view failure as the opposite of success when actually it's more of a stepping stone towards it and we learn so much more from failure. It's been said time and time again. So just know that you're probably going to fail and that's okay. And actually we often have this ideal to strive 
strive for, whether it's goals or discipline, you know, especially discipline, what kind of ideas does that conjure up in your mind? I know a lot of people would probably think of, you know, saints and monks who've never done anything wrong or who always stay focused and they don't let any distractions get in their way. And I actually wanted to share an extract from one of my favorite writers, Khalil Gibran. So I'll read it for you. He said, and the brigand said, I've committed countless crimes. And the saint replied to him, I too have committed crimes without number. Then the brigand stood up and gazed at the saint, and there was a strange look in his eyes. And when he left us, he went skipping down the hill. And I turned to the saint and said, Wherefore did you accuse yourself of uncommitted crimes? See you not this man went away, no longer believing in you? And the saint answered, It is true he no longer believes in me, but he went away much comforted. At that moment we heard the brigand singing in the distance and the echo of his song filled the valley with gladness. I really like this story. It's from an extract called The Saint. That's the full story. And I really like this story because he kind of dispels the idea that saints are perfect. And he shows that actually when they show a bit of vulnerability, people might, you know, not hold them in as high regard as saints, but actually that realistic nature to them, people do actually find comfort in that. And I think that's really important is to just remember whether you're building a new habit or trying to give up an old one, you know, you're going to fail along the way. If you don't, that's, that's great. You know, you might slip up sometimes and that's okay don't be too hard on yourself it happens just try and learn from it as you go forward number 11 is so do the hard stuff or the most time consuming stuff first okay so you know if you were trying to revise for an exam obviously you want to spend your time revising the things that are most likely to come up on the most high yield information Again, if you were trying to lose weight, you know, you should actually look into what's more effective at losing weight. Is it training or is it diet? And again, you should, you know, apportion your time and your effort accordingly. You want to be going over the harder stuff first. If, what would happen if you did the, you know, the easy stuff first? It's absolutely fine to do easy things as a warm up or to get ready for doing the harder things. That's fine. But you just don't want to get into a position where you're just leaving all the things that are really hard to do to the end because you just don't want to face them. And then when the time comes, you just give whatever rubbish effort you have left and it's not really something that you can be proud of or it's not something that's actually getting you closer to your goals if you do really want to do well in your exam study the hard stuff study the stuff that comes up you know you have to do it It might not be the easiest thing to do but it's going to pay off a lot you don't want to be revising all the easy stuff you already know that's not going to get you any marks and then leaving this stuff to the end and then being constantly disappointed that you never got where you wanted to and the last thing is replacing bad habits with new ones and focusing on building the new so whether you're trying to give up a bad habit or build new ones the most important thing to do is focus on building the new and try not to focus too much on the old you or like the old things and um, just try and focus on putting your new energy into the new stuff and that's really where the change is going to come from obviously change does come from being able to say no to things as well that is a big part of change and growth that people sometimes overlook but especially when you're starting out just focus on building the new stuff focus on building the new habits it's a great way of getting rid of old habits as well and also when you're trying to change it's really important that you don't do things too drastically i'll explain what i mean by that if you're kind of sloppy you're not happy with anything in your life whether that's your diet financial situation your academic situation it's probably and all you do is just sit in your bed all day watch youtube and instagram and you you don't really do much in life it's very hard then to go to the next day eat three four regular healthy 
meals a day, exercising, you know, two, three times or like five times a week, maybe twice a day, and then studying once a day. It's really hard to suddenly just completely 180 everything, and you're very likely to fail if you, or, you know, fail and go in this yo yo circle of, you know, being really consistent with your goals and then dropping off and then being, you know, working really hard for one week, then dropping off and then taking time off. You don't really want that kind of approach. So start with what you have and work slowly. I'll give you an example. If you're trying to lose weight, there's all these fad diets out there and you can look into them and hopefully in the future I'll come up with more nutrition based content and actual physical health based content that's something I'm definitely working on at the moment but you know there's all these fad diets like one meal a day or whatever um, and if you're eating three four meals a day plus snacks and you suddenly tomorrow you start eating this one meal a day of course you're probably going to lose weight but are you going to be able to stick to it probably not because it's just too big of a change for your body to keep up in the long term and your body in the short term is really going to hate that start with what you've already got and just work on you know, streamlining it to where you want to go uh, you don't actually have to follow everything everyone says you can find your own way you can make things yourself you can try and find your own path but it's really important to just start with what you have and build from there rather than trying to reinvent yourself overnight into a completely different person a completely different routine it's just very unlikely to stick so start with small changes replace the bad habits with new ones and just focus on building new things with the routine you've already got and slowly changing that that's really where you're going to get the best results from I just want to take a minute to thank the sponsor of this which is none other than drumroll please myself <laughs> if you like this podcast be sure to check out my books so far i've written three one of them is called contrast it's a great free book to explore some feelings and really it's just some poems about nature and if you want to change your mindset quickly and just navigate your mood have a check out of wisdom within and if you want to explore some deeper meanings of life and things we all go through and how they really affect us in both positive and negative ways check out my latest book a beautiful end Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found it helpful, be sure to share it with someone who you think it might help. And if you could follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, it would just really help with analytics and I'd really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day.